Ah, oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, for many, many years. Now, you're wondering what my subject will be this evening, and I'm going to scare the heebie-jeebies out of you. Let me read something to you in a Q, uh, U, UK uh, newsletter. Not a newsletter, it's, it's a paper. And um, let me see, Daily Mail. I remember Daily Mail when I left America, Eng England a long, long time ago. And it's a very important, very important um, paper. The demand for exorcisms, it writes, is on the rise because people are open to sin, say priests, and are struggling to keep up. And the story is Jennifer Smith for the Daily Mail. And she speaks thus. Father Vincent Lambert of the Archdiocese of Indianapolis said, Exorcisms are increasing. Since 2005, the number of exorcists he knows has increased from 12 to 50. What you need is a million. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He believes the rise of evil throughout his society is blamed for the demonic surge pornography illegal drugs are some of the factors that led to it he said and it's published 1135 EDAT 15th of March 2017 the demand for exorcism has skyrocketed across the country and in all the world I'm sure in America too and priests are struggling to keep up with it. But let me say this, and I won't read any more because I can take it from here. So that what they've got is just a small number of people, up to 50, and it's taken them from 2005 to here to get exorcists. And I have to tell you a little funny story. I've got to make this a little lighthearted. I remember doing exorcisms when I was in Los Angeles a long time ago. And the media came in and says, we want to see this. And so I had a, a house of oh, about 100 people, and then they were going to broadcast it. And they had a special device where they go up to the, to the, to the, to the, whatever it is, the stars in the sky, and it comes down into your television. And everybody agreed that I was all right. And so I began. And within 10 minutes, 50 of them were rolling on the floor and making all kinds of strange noises. And the, um, the people, <laughs> the, uh, the media got so scared, you have no idea. They ran away, and every one of them, but I can do 50 at the time. And that's easy for me. But it isn't me, of course, because I'm just an ordinary person, but extraordinary person because I have a gift, as you can be an extraordinary person with a gift. And if you have that gift, you are extraordinary, you will be persecuted, especially in America today especially amongst the left and also maybe since it's Roy Masters 
and I don't fit into the way religion is practiced in Christianity. There's too many variations of it, and we don't know which one to pick. And then it need, uh, there only needs to be one ver- ver- one version of it. Not, not uh, uh, lots of people deciding what words mean and what Jesus intended. You have to have it. When I say that, you have to have grace. There's a certain relationship with God which is found through where the scripture says um, be still and know that I am God then it says something else I forgot but it's enough to make a point and I don't think any minister knows what that means to be still and know because if you understood what be still and know is you cannot help but be redeemed from all kinds of misery and also be deprived which is a good word of your dark side you have an exorcism in your own room if you listen to my program so break break, break yourself raise yourself because what I'm about to do is discuss what that is are you ready and don't 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 leave don't leave wait thank you where's the opening Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I need to bring forward what I said in the opening of the program because many of the stations uh, give you um, a service. That is to say, they have a commercial there or they are talking about traffic. And so I need to just start up again just in case you didn't miss the first five minutes. How many of you um, have an addiction? Or are, yes, having an addiction. I say nine out of ten of you have it. And out of that nine out of ten, nine out of ten will have need for an exorcism. Now I'm coming to the point, I'm going to read you something. And something I've read before, and it's been discussed before and here it is if you're Catholic I suggest you listen to me very carefully I do like Catholicism it's closer to God than all the others put together except there's weaknesses that make it upside down you don't have to give go to a priest and why he's in, in his little kiosk and you were t- talking to him as if that could help. It doesn't. It doesn't. 
And what I am going to offer to you is, well, hopefully in a stage where where you can accept what I'm about to say. Be careful. Be careful because what I'm going to say to you is the gospel truth. And so the Daily Mail, which I'm familiar in, is a famous newspaper, has a headline, Demand for Exorcisms on the Rise because people are more open to sin, said priests who are struggling to keep up. And the story is by Jen- Jennifer Smith for the Daily Mail dot com. You might not want to find, look for it yourself. And it's, it's probably a long um, piece of um, information. Father Vincent Lambert of the Archdiocese of I- I- Indianapolis says exorcisms are increasing or needed since 2005 the number of exorcists he knows has been increased from 12 to 50 and they know and they do not know what the hell they're doing with all due respect but I do I want to tell you a little story which I said in the opening part of the program The, the the press got wind on the fact that I was doing exorcisms. This is about forty years ago, and that they they tempted me to have a hundred people in my studio and just to see if what I can do and to prove it. But they had a surprise coming from them. They thought I was going to just do one person and then joke about it and make a laugh. Okay, when, because uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't work. He's just a, a so-and-so, the way they use the language. And so, 100 people came and 50 people began to have exorcisms right on the spot. Why? Oh, well, you can ask me why. That's another subject matter. But they got so scared because it was real. And 50 of them were laying on the floor screaming and everything. I was able to overcome that, but what they did, run like hell. Every one of them run like hell, and it was slated to go up to to the star up there and played back to people on the television to show me out show me up and they never did it now ladies and gentlemen the the Catholic Church is one of the few people who believe in exorcism so you can call me a, a Catholic if you want to because it's true but I say to you that the, the, the Catholic form of exorcism is not accurate my number is 800-866-8883. And so, the Archdiocese of Indianapolis believes that the rise of evil throughout the country is to blame for the de- demonic 
purge, of course. But before that comes, before that comes, um, addiction. And so, before we can approach exorcism, we need to discuss what precedes it. And that, that what precedes it is addiction. Now, the question is, what is addiction? My number, now listen, don't be afraid to call me. I could save your life. Whatever is in me, not me, whatever is in me, you'll recognize it. You already know it. So do not be afraid to call me if you have if you feel um, inflicted by this you know many of you know that you are inflicted and there's an exorcism needed because nothing else can cure it and the and the spirit that we are talking about is what the, is the reason why everybody goes mad and fights wars and kill each other and in the, and causes all of the diseases you can think of. It's an entity. It's just like God is an entity of some kind. But he's a positive entity. And the other one's a negative entity. So, in your awareness, in your awareness, which you may not have anymore, because you have addictions when you have a have a problem you will drink, you will smoke you will sex whatever it is take drugs there's thousands of ways of being relieved from becoming addicted and especially food and remind me if I do if forget that taking food and eating the food is the most dangerous of all Yes, it is. The food is connected with Paradise Lost. And it has something attached to it which is invisible. And so, if you, don't, if you are fat and ugly, and fat is ugly, if you eat too much because you love the pleasure of it, and it makes you feel better, and you're in a, in a, in a group of people who love to eat, so they don't see anything wrong with each other. I warn you on you that death is awaiting you. Being too eager to enjoy food is the worst of it all. It, it's very difficult to go on a diet. There's an addiction to it. The addiction is tremendously powerful, and through that process of food and ex exploiting it to have pleasure from it or salvation from it, so to speak, is the, the most dangerous of all. 50% of you will die from this. 50% at least just from eating. Eating the right food. You can go to your local store and health store 
and think, oh, if I eat properly, you know, that will save me. I love the food. You're not supposed to love food. I love my wife. What does it mean? No, you need your wife. You exploit her. You demand for to, for her to deliver to you what is not good for her to do, to deliver. But because but she needs to be saved from what, that kind of delivery, which is acting through her through the centuries. I say it's women have. If you, my daughter is in the business of talking about um, cooking, and she's very famous about it. And she's pretty fat. It's not good either, so I warned her about that. She's taking care of that. But people love those cooking shows. And they 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 cheer, they laugh, they want to taste uh, what she just made. And it's like, like it's, it's very strange to watch it, how fascinated people are with the food. And yet it seems kosher. It seems normal. Why shouldn't we? It's delicious. No. 50% of you are going to die. 50% of you are going to die from eating and being possessed at the same time. Yes. Because that's what will kill you. Possession. Because every time you eat, every time a man eats from Eve, he is imprinted by her and is more hungry for her service and uprises the devil in both of them. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, dear, dear. I was talking about exorcism. And now, the question is, And the question is, I have to repeat myself because I'm just sort of stalling a little bit for what I need to say next, which comes to me. The demand for exorcism has skyrocketed across the country and the priests are struggling to keep up with it. And as I said, the Father Vincent Lambert of the Archdiocese of Indianapolis says that the reason for the uprising is that people are coming more susceptible to the devil but the reason for that is is that we do not understand the um, sentence connected to every bite of food does that mean to say you have to go not eat anything no it's how you eat it but it carries with it an addiction to it and the food now if you like to eat a lot you are addicted to it and you have you join other people who are just as fat and ugly as you are and then you enjoy each other and you enjoy each other's concoctions and enjoy each other enjoy each other with more and more delights in food and then when you get to the point where you're getting sick and your heart's going to give out etc 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 I don't want to 
and your legs are going to fall off or you have to have your legs cut off and you go blind you're going to understand that's just the beginning I'm trying to warn you watch how you eat the food there's something about the food that carries with it an extension of paradise lost and as long as you're eating the food to escape now you start to eat the food to escape your conscience and so therefore, therefore you look to the food which is an, an inherent lifeline to the dark side of the force as it comes to the women who prefer the food for the husband as a husband you're very young food even if it's not doesn't taste so good then just eat it because it's food and you won't have any problem with that but to glorify the food is to glorify heaven hell on earth I, I do know that you may not like what I said but I would challenge you on this program to call me and disagree with me ask me questions ask me if I can help you yes I can if you're willing uh, some people don't want you to be willing the people that sell you the food the billion that make, make all different flavors and tastes exquisite tastes that give you a nice high is just as much as a drug as the worst of any drugs you'll die from them just different ways that's all how many times have I told you how many times have I said that all the illnesses all the sufferings on earth come from one thing eating the forbidden fruit right you could eat all the other delights of of the of the trees in paradise but not that one and the, the first thing Adam does when he gets seduced by Eve saying I didn't die so and he, he looks at it he says yes it didn't die so he ate it also and when God came this is a story but it makes a point it makes a very good point and so just like the father God comes and says as if he didn't know did you eat of that fruit that I told you not to eat and he says Eve made me do it that's the excuse isn't it and is there a certain truth to that but there's supposed to be a resistance to it accordingly because that's the order that's the order of 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 paradise found and it's also the order of paradise lost and through one man's sin and death through sin spread through the human race so whose fault is it well it says it in the, in the next chapter therefore shall a man leave his mother and father and be joined to the woman as one flesh 
Now, I am talking to you about the Bible, and you've never heard of this before. You, all you need, all you can remember is, you know, eating the fruit. Big deal. But I am not looking. I'm looking deeper than that. I am looking deeper, and you're following me. And so, therefore, what it's saying here is, Adam, like a blade of grass, was pulled out of the ground. If God can take a blade of grass out of the ground, which is a miracle by itself, and make the mud for it to grow, etc., 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 then it's very clear that he can make a human being. Or he can make an animal. He can build it, make anything come out of the ground with a little sunlight plus the light. But, it, but there's no light in the animals that, that understands that. There is light in you that can understand what I mean. There's two kinds of light. One's the sun. Now, I'm not talking about the sun of Jesus yet, who represents him. But there's, there's two suns, two, two lights. One is intuitive, and that you are born with that. But the in, infected pair, Eve, not having been corrected, is sub is con controls with seduction. She doesn't have power, but she has more power. Men have power of strength. Women have power to overcome that, and they can't help themselves. So when a, when a, every man is born of woman, he goes back to a woman for love, and it's a sexual drive that causes it to be that way. In other words, he's looking for the mother. And behind the mother is the dark side of the force, which he may not know is there. But what he's doing is looking to the mother, he's looking to the woman, like the father looked to the woman for a sense of worth. He didn't love her. He loved what she, what she could make him feel. He needs the approval. Every man born of woman goes back to the to to the mother he left behind. Everyone. And looking for something to support what's wrong with him. But he doesn't see anything wrong with him because he look he thinks that looking for a woman to love is love. No, it's to support the worst in him without knowing to him and that's how you get in other words everybody gets an exorcism from through the woman the exorcism comes needs it's, it comes through the woman into whoever a man now I will tell you my story M my wife needs an exorcism I've been married 60, 65 years and for 65 years she tempts me and for 65 years I don't get tempted I haven't had sex for God knows how many long I had five, I had five kids and some of them are not in good shape because of what was in her one day 
when I only had a couple of kids. I was in a trailer next to Walt Disney's park. I forget where it is. In, in, in Los Angeles, outside Los Angeles. I forget the name of the place. As a big, huge, uh, whatever you call it. I've only been there once. But I was in my trailer. Oh, I just was curling up to go to sleep on the floor because there was no room in the trailer. I had lots of books I had written. Uh, you know, there's, I, I created the books myself. And they weren't, didn't have a, a, a book form. They're just pieces of paper put together, you know, lots of them. And to make his, make books. There's a special winding machine you can get to, to, to print them out. Anyway, had a lot of those. But that's not besides, beside the point. I, I was laying on the floor because all the beds were taken in the trailer. All of a sudden, everything went black. It's a black. I can't tell you what black is. I know what black is, but when you're looking at... We'll come back in a minute. Don't go away. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. going to continue my thoughts and sort of hold it back just a little bit so that the stations that take breaks here, uh, you won't miss what I've said I'll repeat it again but I want to keep this story flowing so I'm in the trailer I wish I could remember Walt Disney's place outside not very far from it and we were at a, a place where there's a swimming pool and a place for the a trailer and everything. And there's orange trees and everything, but everything was cool. No arguments, no fuss right then. And all of a sudden, when I went to sleep on the floor, as I turned over to go to sleep after meditating quietly, everything became black. And somehow, I have never seen blackness like that hoping never to see blackness like that ever again but that is not the whole thing it became black and my fingers turned to claws and my ears pointed up like a devil and my mouth likewise and then I I see something down there intuitively see something down there waiting for me but I couldn't see it but I knew it was there and all of a sudden I said oh my god gone I had been infected by my wife who still to this day does not know she has it because I cannot save a person who doesn't want to be saved but I have to tolerate it 
and 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 love her and continue to love her which not is which means not to hate the silliness that she does occasionally as if to intimidate me into that state to follow through to follow her where she's going to to make to make it more serious and so she's continued it to, to this day she is intelligent smart but she has that thing in her and i can and i and i i made a mistake in my relationship with her to begin with and I deserved that and you can guess what that is if you like but she was easy to hypnotize let me tell you the story where I got mine and it's very simple I've been pretty innocent for most of my life see. but I met my wife on my travels I was staying in a hotel and I had a restaurant downstairs and she was there and she's pretty and she reminds me of my mother. But as, as I looking back, she had that quality. My mother died when she was 55. Anyway, um, and so we sat in the car. That's all we did. And she said, I have a headache. And I said, well, I can help you with that if you like. I touched her head. And as a hypnotist, I know exactly what to do. Now, this is my shame, so basically. And I have to confess it in front of you. There's nothing wrong with that. This is the right thing to do. I hope you will do it. But little did I know, well, at that time, I know a lot since then. We've been married 65 years. It's getting on 66 years, I think. And so, but all those years, she's been tempting me. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Just in case you missed it, I'll just say the same thing again, what you might have missed if it was a, a commercial there just before me. I was traveling and met a young lady and eating in the same restaurant as the, as the hotel I was in and sitting in a car and we're talking and she he, she actually reminded me of my mother which is very pretty my wife is very pretty and she still is believe it or not but here is the here is the point I rushed in too quick to do what I did I've done it before in the military I've mesmerized God knows hundreds of thousands of people I mean that's real or everywhere I went in the military I could do anything to anybody I mean, not that I should I could um, but let me come back to the point and she says I have a headache and I said let me touch your forehead and she went into a trance yes right away that's what happens when I touched somebody I didn't know it then it was a touch there's a way you can do that you introduce hypnosis with suggestions but it's also to a touch but it's also a touch it's also depending on 
you know, what kind of personality you have, what strength you have. And and since she opened her eyes, she says, my headache's gone. But it seemed, it was about 10 minutes, but it seemed like what, well, about 30 seconds to her. She says, how did that, how did you do that? My headache's gone. Then I told her the name of her brothers and and sisters and mother and father and everything. She says, how did you know that? She says, I said, you told me you were asleep, but you didn't know you were asleep. So she doesn't remember being asleep to this day. She sees what I do, and she feels happy that she, she loves me, and she feels happy about the fact that I know how to do this. I will never force her to find salvation. I would love to give her give her what I know about salvation. I would love to help you to save you from the death worse, worse than death. Because we have, all of us have a hypnotic state. All of us have the same weakness in varying, varying degrees. And all of us are addicted to something to keep, to combat the, the conscience that's following you all the way to the grave. See? Following you all the way to the grave. And in, in, that, in that process, you feel anxiety. And the anxiety comes from keep eating too much and keep drinking too much. It could be even water. You drink it too much, you drink, you go crazy if you have a, a fetish. Whatever kind of fetish you have is addiction. You name it, it's the same thing. It's just another means of running away from the, and the conscience. Your conscience that follows you all the way to the grave to save you. All the way. Like the, the thief on the cross. And one of them, one of them was a thief who couldn't help himself. There's lots of things you do, you can't stop it. And the reason why you can't stop it, because you're not who you are. You're not the person you were born with. Or you're not the person that was born with intuition. Because when you come into the world, the world comes into you. And especially, not just a baby so much, but as a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, six-year-old, a little more than that, you become aware that your mother's nuts and your father is nuts and they're fighting each other. The father's looking to the mother for an uplift. Yes, like a drug addict. He's, he's, he's addicted. Once he falls to Eve, he falls from what love is all about. That's it. He falls from what from love, which is intuitive, the intuitive gift, and every child has it. And but every child loses it. I did, to some degree, not to a great degree, because I have a, a good way of life, but not good enough. 
the very fact that I was able to hypnotize my wife guilted me, I suppose, to call her back two weeks later say, I'm coming to marry you. And she's, she married me. And we, we, we've, we've had, you know, we have lots of fights all along, basically, basically speaking. Nothing runs smooth. But she's becoming better. And so my whole life now is not only to help wait, wait for her to see that she's mesmer, mesmeric, that's the word I can use, mesmeric. But the point is, there's forces there that irritate, are meant to irritate me, to overcome me, and she can't help it. And she gets frustrated, and in that frustration, she gets more of frustration and, and does also silly things. And even, even then, I do not take, I just wait and wait. And slowly but surely, she's coming around. And it doesn't take, I, my purpose, and I'm not trying to give myself glory, it's just the real story. I'm hoping that she'll wake up before we both die and walk away from darkness into the light like father and daughter that's it no longer wife in other words everything comes back like it should be the order is God Jesus who gives us salvation and gives me an intuitive way of dealing with that and, and then going on the radio and talking to you about that talk that you should not give in to your wife you should never ever appease her never bully her and never take her before you're born before you are um, married and then the, the, the courting should go on for a year or two at least till you find out what kind of man you got lady and also with a man you have to wait because some people look good and they're not some people are good and they're destroyed by what they marry not seeing clearly what is behind the face and so coming back to anxiety and so all the things I mentioned to you and then some drugs, alcohol sex uh, glorying in nicest nicest cars and airplanes and things like that. I mean, you have you have judgments and resentments, etc., etc. You are, and every time you react, every time you look for love, you get screwed. And in screwing, you get screwed, so to speak. If you don't mind me speaking in in the low down language but the thing is every person on earth the left is the worst they don't want most of them we'll be able to get a, a smidging of them back but what is most important is that the people on the right the decent people the people who want to be decent the people who go to synagogue 
the people who go to uh, church. But the trouble is, they, the church people do not know anything about what they should be knowing about. And you've got all different kinds of versions of what, Gre- what Jesus meant as interpreted by your preacher or rabbi. Now, I have never had, I have never had any religious teachings and I hated school like Einstein did. I wanted to see things for myself, but I wasn't perfect, but I was more perfect than most people. And so I had had an intuitive, enough intuitive self to make it complete. It's taken me a long time to complete it. Through trials and tribulations, everything bad, which is getting married in this case, happens for good for those that love the Lord. Okay, I made a mistake. But she's a nice woman, and if anybody, I can say, she says to me, if it wasn't for me in her um, appropriate times when she's good, and, and there's a, you can see Anne there, really nice, and it goes on for hours and hours, then all of a sudden you've got, she, she does something silly, you try to correct her, and then there's a war, so to speak. I have to learn to not to let it affect me. Because if, as long as it affects me, then I begin to become subject to that or become angry at it and fight her. And she fights back. And that's what's happening to you in your, in your family, isn't it? And it, it's, it's your misery and suffering compound. All right. We're going to go to Ma- um, Marion in Boston. Hello, Marion. Hi, Masses. Yes, Marion. Yes. Oh, no, I'm having a hard time hearing you now. Can you hear me? Yes, sure. Okay. Um, I've called you before. Um, I've tried to get help from everybody, you and my family and doctors. I'm a, well, to put it bluntly, I'm a raving lunatic. I mean, I, um, my life is all out of control. Every day I don't have one minute's peace. I'm just completely out of control with yelling and screaming and swearing. I don't know what's wrong with me why I'm like this. I can tell and you. I, I, I can't get any better. It gets but, uh, worse you, every day. But the trouble is, you, you, you are you. That, that you thinks it's you. It makes you think whatever it is inside you makes you think it's you. But there's another you inside you that is acting through your body and your mind. So it seems like it's what you're doing is is your doing, especially when it does wrong, and then you make the excuse, and that's a lie, and then uh, so that you never get well. And so what what you need to look at your inheritance, because what you've got is inherited by every person on earth. But we all have an original. Um, intuitiveness that is left there and so you have the intuition all I have to do is wake you up to it the tendency is to forget it and when you forget it you get infected by the world and you fight the world and the world will win you fight the problem and the problem will win
Marion, how long have you been listening to me? Forty years. Naughty girl. I know. It's all right. It's all right because my my wife has been with me sixty four years or so, and she still hasn't got it, but she's getting there. And some people are very difficult and willful, and we bred some willful kids too. So I have to take care of that one of these days. But Marion, listen carefully. You need to understand that of yourself you can do nothing. Even Jesus says of myself. I can do nothing. The Father within me, he doth it. Uh, have you read the Bible and have you ever heard of that sentence? I've heard you say it before so many times. I, I haven't read the Bible, though. All right, but your point is, it makes sense to you? Yes, it does. I well, know then why, why, If it makes sense to you, why don't you follow through with it? In other words... I Look, what's wrong with you is being angry and resentful, and it's called judgment. So the devil makes you play, makes you think you're God. In other words, when you fall from grace, up pops Beelzebub, and therefore you you are the extension of that person through your parent, the failure of your father to deal with your mother properly, and of course that goes through the generations every man born a woman does not know how to deal with a woman and runs back to the woman for love and what comes up to the woman as love is to make him weak and feeble and hungry for her love or so hungry for the pleasure she gives that he gets angry and angry and angry and the mother has to give in and or there's a war there's a fight and they kill each other and then they ha- so the thing is anger judgment in other words uh, the word judgment is angry the word angry here in the scripture it says uh, about anger Uh, let's see what it says here I don't have it in front of me but anger is a judgment in other words anger is the power of a God to make something change and that is dangerous because what you'll be make what you are making change, you will be hurting somebody with your anger. You're not really God the, the anger of God salvation it gives you salvation. He forgives you, but the devil doesn't forgive you, he encourages you. Yes, eight nine five six. That's the number of the program. If you think this subject is worthwhile, I'll talk to you more about this tomorrow. If I'm still here, that's it. But Marion in Boston, do you understand that you think you are caused to think that if you're angry, you have power? Correct. It's like anger is like a protection. It isn't. It, it opens you more to misery. More uh, You become more imprinted by what you're angry with. And it takes it takes its place inside you. Bit by bit, you evolve into an ugly, dark creature. And when you die, 
will find yourself because no no soul dies. No, but the, we, the awareness. I have awareness, and I, I, I'm aware that I exist. The animal isn't. I'm aware of who put me there. What put the blade of grass there? In other words, I have an awareness of an appreciation of a, of a universe and a creator of creation, and He created me. And but He gave me what He didn't give an animal. He gave me His way of thinking. His way of th- thinking, wanting to show me, and he, I, I, in my life, I can s- see he, that from that world, from within me, that was there at the beginning, beyond the void, it is there in me, talking to me like a father, but explaining to me, this is how I made the universe, this is how I made the flower grow. See, this is how it works. So I became a physicist because I learned all those things that physicists do not understand. See, they don't have scientists. Scientists tend to be mechanical and and easily taught, but do not really have a lot of understanding and move and have their being on what they're taught, which is okay most of the time. But the reason for everything is not just so much that you're alive and you can do good things, but the purpose of the story of your life that is is meant to you by him inside and not let the world take over you and send you in the wrong direction, making bigger and bigger mistakes and and blaming you and blaming yourself and you making excuses for yourself, which is not you making excuses for yourself, is the dark side making excuses for you and redeeming you by giving you by excusing you in your worst situation and I suggest young lady that that's my computer um, I suggest young lady that you're a willful person mm-hmm. and not easy to help and may I suggest that you do not want to go to that dark place because the soul never dies that part of yourself that's called awareness is a sort of invisible self becoming visible inside you it has an eff- a good effect on bad people because bad people can't hurt you it only makes you better Jesus says become perfect as your father in heaven is perfect it does not mean to say you, t- you become him right away what it means to say is the little things that count. Do not be a, do not be fooled. For uh, I wish I could remember the, the rest of it, but do not be fooled because it's the little things that is powerful. Do you think it's impossible to help me? Will I ever get better? I mean, can I get help? What was that? I I lost you on the telephone. Can I get help? Will it be help for me? I, I don't. To be frank you with don't? you, you've been 40 years. Yeah. And in that 40 years, I've said this thing to you 40 mm-hmm. years of time. And you got me on a pedestal. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. You keep pushing. You keep knowing I'm close to what is necessary, but you want it from me. I can't give well, it to you. There's nobody and you I can st- I, I, No, but you, you, but you resent me, don't you? You resent me. 
Admit no, it. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I do? Yes, you're frustrated. You're not better yet. I've helped thousands, hundreds, millions of I people. But, but, but I haven't helped you. You're still the same, if not worse, than you ever were before. So you, right. so you don't hate me. No, you need me. And so that, but need is just as bad as hate. And there's this hatefulness underneath that, because in your needing me and putting me on a pedestal, hoping that I help you, I can't. But it makes you feel better just to know I'm here. And I, it shouldn't be me that gives you a sense of worth gives you a sense of life because you're getting sicker I can't help you you have an intuition you have to recognize the intuition I've got I say you need to look at your father and mother and that's where it began your f every father and mother every father and mother makes a, a choice makes the same choices either the mother is stronger than the father or the mother is weaker than the father and I if mean, she's ten times worse than my father could ever be. I know. And so, therefore, you're programmed like an animal so that uh, any man can disturb you. In other words, my wife has the same problem. She keeps talking about the way her father is. I said, well, I'm not your father. But the point is, I'm a man. And it's a, re it, it's a reflex it's a it's a very reflex correspondence. I I'm not sure if I'm using the right words, but it's reflex. I'm a man, therefore. She reacts. She projects what her father did onto me. So every time something goes wrong, and I try to make the point, try to help her. I said, "This is this is not right. You did made a mistake." She feels she feels like I've attacked her, and put her down. And all it is, it says, Anne, I'm trying to show you what's wrong. No, she takes, she doesn't want to see the wrong. She just likes judging me and playing games with me. And God help her, because it's possible I could break and the both of us get lost. We both get together and go down the path of father and daughter into the sunset or she dies and leaves me alone to travel by myself. That's the way it is. Oh, uh, Marion, I have to go now. I did my best to make a point. And uh, we didn't have any other calls. But maybe I'll continue my thoughts tomorrow. Would you like that? If you don't you have like to it. go now? Yes. I've got to go now. Because it's time to go. I could do another half an hour, but nobody seems to want it. So I'll just wait. I can do another hour. But the, the, the hour you get is not about this. It's an old movie. It's an old um, best one. Thank you for supporting my program. <laughs>